Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. I have an amazing guest today, Tony Lowe. And before I bring Tony on, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on who she is. So Tony is uh, a personal trainer. And after a traumatic running experience that left Tony with a feeling of being betrayed by her body, she began her path to become a personal trainer. Tony is a NASM certified personal trainer and holds two additional mom specific certifications. She has a postpartum corrective exercise specialist and holistic pre and postnatal corrective exercise specialist certification. Tony created mom home fitness to train and help other moms with fitness goals, postpartum challenges that linger after pregnancy and gain confidence to table any obstacle. Tony and her team focus on specific exercises and timing of those exercises to retrain our natural system of core strength and bladder control. With the release of the new ebook and videos, Getting to the Core of Postpartum Fitness, she hopes to make these exercises accessible to any mom with the same issues. Please welcome Tony to the podcast. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And how is it over there in Portland? So far, staying pretty nice. The rain hasn't started again yet. So, oh, it's been nice, nice and dry up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a warm summer. Oh, great. I know it's, it's actually was super rainy in May. Like, apparently, we had more rain than Seattle did. Oh, wow. In like an entire week or something crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's I know. Crazy. I know. So, before we get started, I like to do an icebreaker question. Okay. And that is what is your favorite cookie or cookie memory? Or cookie memory. My favorite cookie is just the chocolate chip cookie. Right. Just the nice big chocolate chips in it. And my son makes a really good one actually, where he started um, <laughs> chocolate chips or M and M's, and he put caramel M and M's in it the last time he made it. Oh, those caramel ones! Oh my gosh, it was delicious. And how old is your son? Eleven. Oh, okay. So he likes to bake in the kitchen. He, he does, especially if he gets to bake, you know, chocolate, caramel, M&M cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And how many kids do you have? Or just the one, just the one. Awesome. So you guys probably have a pretty special bond and probably keeps you on your toes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're buds. Awesome. Well, I saw that you have a NASM certification. I have one as well. Uh, so, you know, personal training was, uh, I have an exercise science major with a degree and um, well, I'm a bachelor of science with an exercise science degree. And so NASM certification was part of like our final for one of our classes. Mm-hmm. And so I loved personal training and um, really helping others, but I love that you help moms with probably a lot of DR issues, uh, which is postpartum corrective exercises and then the pre and postnatal. So what made you get into this type of personal training? my own personal experience is really what did it. So I'd already, you know, I knew I wanted to become a personal trainer and, um, was going down that route. And 
I, the, I was in a 5K and there's a big parade up here that kind of kicks off the summer called the Starlight Parade. And they do a race right before it. So there's 100,000 spectators for this race. And I just completely lost control of my bladder mid-race. Like I had just looked up and saw like the, um, the parking garages in Portland, like six floor parking garages had people lining them. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. everybody was witness to this, right? And so I instantly ran off um, the race course and, you know, that was the feeling betrayed by my body. I really had no idea. Like I thought I had done everything that I needed to do to get my body back into shape. I had trained for the race. I had been working out regularly. My son was 11 months old and, you know, I had support from my mom to watch my son so I could go on these races and my husband. And, um, yeah, I just, I I literally was just like dumbfounded, like what just happened and why, and what did I do wrong? And it wasn't that I did anything wrong. And now I understand that it was a symptom, you know, of pelvic floor dysfunction and that something that I had to work on. Um, but so, so I went through the training to be a personal trainer. And then as I was working at a gym, that's when I started working with a lot of moms and they all had the same thing. And so that's when I went, okay, there's, there's so many of us have it, you know, and you hear the old adage, you know, it's just, you just have to live with it for the rest of your life. And it's just what happens after you have a baby. And so, you know, we just get to believe that. And I just thought, no, there's no way, like not in this day and age with as much information that's out there, there's gotta be people that are telling you what what this is, what you can do to fix it. And it, it, I just couldn't, I couldn't stomach the fact that at 34 for the rest of my life, you know, if you go for a race or go for a run, you just never know what your body's going to do. You literally never know what your body's going to do. So that sent me down this path of getting my certifications and being able to help moms who are experiencing the same thing. Wow. And that's, That would be, I mean, I couldn't, I've been very fortunate that I haven't had to experience a lot of those. I have a little bit of DR like on the upper abdominals, but nothing. It's only when I arch back, you can see it. So it's correctable. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, but I have friends that have like crazy coning and they've had multiples and you have to have surgery and hernia surgery to go with it. And then also the bladder control, it wasn't something I've had a problem with, but I can imagine that that's something it's super embarrassing. Um, are yeah. all trainers able to train women experiencing postpartum issues? Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of amazing trainers and I'm sure, you know, you've worked with some amazing, amazing trainers I have as well. And what I like to think about the, um, like postpartum corrective exercise that I do is like, it's sport specific, you know, like oftentimes if you, you know, want to up your PR for deadlifts, you go to a spe- specific trainer, you know, I'm not that trainer if you want to get faster on your cross country, you go to a specific trainer. And um, again, I'm not that trainer. I can get you to where you're not peeing when you go (laughs) in your cross country race, but um, I'm not going to work on the speed aspect with you. And so what I like to tell people is, you know, there's a lot of amazing trainers and just ask them what their strategy is. If you're going to be working with them and you do have these issues, you know, that you have the coning or the doming, you know, as you engage your core or you're having leaking issues, it doesn't have to be as bad as what happened to me, you know, in the middle of a race, but you know, if you're leaking just a little bit when you sneeze or when you cough or when you lift your kid or something along those lines, you know, that's something you want to make sure and let your trainer know. And, and I would just do a hard stop if they're like, Oh yeah, it happens. If right. they don't do that, if they have a strategy, if they say, yes, I've absolutely worked with women like this before, we'll work with, you know, really getting the deep core turned on, um, then that's your trainer. And that's, you know, by all means, they don't have to have a specific 
you know, certification for it as long as they have a strategy. And they also know the correct form and how to do it as well, because not all trainers are are treated the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so how do you see this work as empowering for women and also for maybe kids? Yeah, I really do. I really do because of some of the experiences I've had with women that, you know, they just feel stronger when you get that deep core stabilization. And when you get your posture to where you just feel more connected, literally through your whole body, right? Your rib cage is more connected to your pelvis because of a nice, strong, stable core. Then you just walk more powerfully. Right. And so you're walking through the world like that. And your kids are seeing you walk through the world like that. And besides then you can teach your children how to make sure to have that same kind of core stability. And so that they can walk through the world, you know, feeling more just powerful, just strong, capable, able, confident, you know, all those things. So that's to me, that's like the end game for me. Like let's get people feeling that way as they walk through the world. 100%. I think, you know, we're, we're the examples for our kids and that that we're the only ones that they see. And so you have to like truly be like an example for them and to help them understand what's right, what's wrong, what is a good example versus bad. Right. Yeah. And they're always watching. Always watching. Oh my gosh. (laughs) My kids have been doing some crazy things lately. And I'm like, where did you even pick that up? And then you like notice you do it and you're like, oh, oh, that's where. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or on the other totally. hand, it's, it's very like, you know, oh, that's good. Like, oh, they picked yeah. that up. You know, it's not always bad, but you know, most of the time it's like, oh, yikes. Like, right. oh, I should probably watch how I talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as a mom, we're always very busy. I mean, you have an 11 year old. I have a seven, a six and a four year old. Yeah. Lots, lots of things always going, Whoa, lots of going on and, um, single parents. So it's, it's a toughie. So, uh, again, like some of the things that they've been picking up lately, it's like, like, Oh no. Uh, but so how would you, um, think, (laughs) sorry, I'm like laughing because I just heard like he, I've got some friends that have been coming over and then they've been doing things. So they pick those things up. And my other, my, mm-hmm. my little one was like starting to like kiss their biceps. <laughs> <laughs> I will look at my friend and I'm like, really? And they're like, what? I'm like, no, it's fine. It's just, it's so funny. They see it one time right. and then it's like, it's, it's then just a, a natural thing. So so funny and forevermore <laughs> right right and so because we're so busy off obviously trying to ward off bad habits and make good ones what would you say to a mom that says she doesn't have time to work out because we're always trying to make time for everything yeah absolutely and, and you know sometimes we just plain don't have time but you know hopefully that's not consistently right there's there's time that comes up and i created the workouts in this book the getting to the core of postpartum fitness to be 20 minutes or less and so the first when you're first starting out i like people to do it three times a week so that's an hour in a week hopefully that you can get it in um and then also i'm really big on your daily habits so if for whatever reason, you have a week or a couple of weeks where you are just swamped and you're exhausted and the kids are sick and, you know, all this stuff, right? Then, you know, you just might not get to it. And I don't want people to be derailed and be like, well, whatever. Okay. It's been three weeks. I'm done. 
if you start to incorporate the two foundational movements of like just getting your breathing on on point and then getting your posture done in, on point as well you incorporate those into your habits so you can continue to kind of feel like you're in the game right like you do it when you're brushing your teeth or when you're in the shower or or whatever kind of mundane tasks that you do throughout the day that you can just start to be aware of those two things and so every week in the exercises and the videos that are in the book i at the end i'm like okay what's your new habit change you want to change a new one every week so you can kind of see you know as you're going up the stairs you might find that you're kind of really rounded through the back and kind of like sledging your way up the stairs so maybe it's when you go up the stairs one week and then you're aware of that in the future so it's the daily habits that that really can make a huge impact and in things like bladder control and the dr just standing tall and getting that breath the pressure pressurization through the system working together they can clean up so much of that just those two things and so those are the two things that i speak most about you know with friends family networking groups i have a workshop coming up in october and, and and those are the two things that i say today right here right now you have something that you can do is just stand tall through the neck until you start to feel the deep core turn on and then take big deep breaths just take big deep breaths we breathe so shallow so often and especially if we're stressed which again <laughs> happens when you've got 100 amount of kids right <laughs> and so just trying to incorporate the nice big deep breaths and get the system to relax and then contract and relax um, again can do wonders for uh, a lot of those postpartum conditions absolutely where when um in those in our habit stacking and everything like that if you're going to if you're going to make a new habit, you need to place it in between two, you know, two of the same, you know, things that you do every day and get in a routine and mm -hmm. everything like that, which is huge. When do you work out? Do you work out in the mornings, evenings? Like when do you typically work out? Yeah, I, I like to run if I'm going to run in the morning, but during COVID I started incorporating yoga in the afternoon because I was homeschooling and like yeah. everybody else, like cool. it was Oh, right. Terrible. Ugh. The worst thing Ugh. in the whole wide world. It's whole awful. World. Ever. Awful. And, and at least with an 11 year old, like, they understand like, how to work a computer yeah. preschool age and early Ugh. education with first I, last year, there was a kindergarten in first grade and pre-K. Um, yeah. I had a homeschool Ugh. for a, just a t little, little bit of time. Uh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> It was awful. Like they yeah. couldn't unmute themselves. They were talking oh. over the teacher. It was terrible tech support. Couldn't get anything. Seriously. The worst. Especially doing world. three different, right? Oh. Like you've got yeah. three different things that you're dealing with. And they're well, little. And I don't read, yeah. I don't teach reading and writing. Like I could help you with your homework <laughs> if you're in middle school, but like reading and writing are all the foundations of schooling and life. And yeah. I, I'm not equipped to, to do that. Right. And those are the things you don't realize you're like, I know how to do it, yeah. but I don't know how to teach it. Like, no. sure, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, then you become teacher and mom yeah. and parent. And then it's like, I'm not going to listen to you at all. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And well, an 11 year old knew what school was like, and this was not like school. So he like put his feet in hard, like heels were in and just like, mm, nope, this isn't happening. Mm. Oh, it was horrible. So I had to institute a daily yoga habit in the afternoon so that by dinner time I wasn't like literally pulling my hair out and, you know, just like stuck in that space, right, of school. So I, I um, 
started either doing yoga or my workout in the book and I was working on the book throughout it. So that helped, you know, doing videos for the, for the book. And um, how, how long can someone expect to see results after they've been you know, doing your ebook or your exercises? Sure. It absolutely depends on the person. Sure. 100. And also condition, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've had women that, um, when I worked at the gym, all the, um, new members got free training. They got four free training sessions. And so there were times where I would just come in and, and speak to them about the breathing and posture. And I've had women come literally the next day and say, Oh my gosh, I feel like I have something more of control. I've had women, you know, a couple weeks in that, like get that feeling of the rib connection to the pelvis through the core, you know, and that strong, that strong kind of empowered feeling that we we're talking about. I've had them come in within a couple of weeks. Now I've had a couple of women that it's taken a few months, but my point on when I talk to people about that is they eventually got it. They came, both of them, it took them about three months. They came back to me and said, Hey, oh my gosh, I finally got it. And the only reason why they finally got it was because they kept trying. If they had stopped trying, obviously they would never have gotten it. So that's what I just tell moms is just like, and that's why I also like to put in in the daily habits because then you just kind of keep being aware of it instead of it being something that you only think about when you're working out, you kind of have this awareness throughout the day of it. There's always exercises that you can do. Like there's, you know, the vacuum, like the stomach vacuums that you can do. You don't have to be working out. And those are great for your abdominals and, you know, for your breathing as well. And there's lots of different things that you can do where if you don't have time to go, because working out can look for like so differently for everybody. Um, you know, I'm a faster weight coach. And so we do intermittent fasting and carb cycling and we do quick workouts, but they're effective. And so you don't have to work out for hours and hours at a time to see results, including, you know, other, you have to work out the other muscles, uh, other than your biceps, triceps, you know, the standards, to mm-hmm. also have like a healthy life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So where can we find this wonderful ebook <clears throat> and videos and everything like that? It's on Amazon again, getting to the core of postpartum fitness. And then it's also on my website. If you don't have a, it's, it is digital. It's an ebook. It has to be because it does have the videos, uh, the video links in it. And a lot of other links I link to the pelvic guru or concierge physical therapy, because I'm really, uh, a big proponent of pelvic floor physical therapy. If you have the means to get it by all means in the postpartum, um, it's only going to be beneficial. Um, and then I've got lots, you know, lots of specialists that I link to in there. So it has to be a digital book. And so if you don't have a digital reader, um, the PDF is on my website at mom at home fitness.com. They can get it there as well. That's so great. And everyone can find those links in the show notes, of course. And I strongly recommend a lot of moms listen to this. Um, DR is a big, uh, big issue for a lot of them and, or they are, uh, helping their clients, uh, with the same. And so I really encourage you to go pick up Tony's book and check it out. And is there anywhere else that we can find you and follow you and find out mm-hmm. more about your workshop? You had mentioned you have a, a workshop in October and this uh, episode is, is uh, airing in September. So you guys have some time to go and sign up for Tony's workshop. And so why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook, Mom Home Fitness, on Instagram at mom underscore home underscore fitness. Um, and then my website is the www.momathomefitness.com. And the workshop, um, I just started posting about it. It's going to be on October 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific. And you can just email me and I'll give you a, I'll send over a registration link. And it's a free uh, workshop. And I'm also giving away a free copy of my book to anybody that comes to the workshop. So, so they could, because it's kind of a follow up. So the, the book is, I've done these workshops for a few years now. And I, I just love doing them again, just getting out that quick information, breathing, posture, how to incorporate it into your day. And so the book is the workshop and it's the exercises that I've also been teaching for a couple of years now. And so um, it's, you know, kind of a reminder for people from that workshop, you know, this is what she talked about. <laughs> and awesome. then you can get the exercise videos as well. That's excellent. And so guys, I really encourage you to check this out. And uh, thank you so much, Tony, for being a guest today. I'm super Thanks. excited um, to share this with everyone. And also just thank you for helping all those moms out there with all the, you know, because it's so embarrassing and we don't like to talk about it because it's so faux pas and it's not sexy. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's an important thing to address and you don't mm -hmm. have to live with it. You can always fix it as long as you put your mind to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on too. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. And thank you again, listeners for listening to this episode and go check out the chaos of cookies podcast. And also don't forget to check out the uh, pocket playbook that you can also put your workouts in that uh, Tony can teach you. So go check that out at the link in the bio as well. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.